up, what's up? You're now tuning into the No Yes Man podcast. No, no, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's episode six. You know what I'm saying? Get your hand out my pocket episode. It's your boy New Future Flash. We got it's your boy S Dot. It's your boy Trues, the real mall. Hey. You gonna have you gonna have to change your. I'm not. You gonna have to change your ID <laughs> in a second. Yo, Joe, so what is the real mall? I don't see the real mall on here. It's, it's, That's true. Made in Memphis. It's gonna be right here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right about it's here. Insert uh, IG. Uh, <laughs> like X Pop. Yeah, uh, IG is gonna be here. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't get to the, our four episodes last month for Black History Month. Yep. So we kind of want to do one more Black History moment. Yep. You know what I mean? Which I got. Right, so, uh, the, moment, uh, the moment, the great moment uh, that we all been waiting for, or that we don't really know about, uh, random fact, um, for those of you that have been to Duke, um, West Campus, everybody knows the infamous Duke Chapel, uh, West Campus, the library's over there, whatever, um, was actually the lead architect, Ralph, this is up your alley, and you may know him, his name is Julian Abel. And that uh, was an architecture firm out of Philadelphia. He was a lead hey. architect um, for the whole West Campus of Duke. So that's really, really cool. I just found that out this week. Um, I stumbled upon that. So, uh, yeah, just know we built a lot of great things that people, I'm not going to say it, certain group of people, but people really like to see. You know what I mean? And we know that very seldom do, do we get the credit for it. So, yeah, next time you're over at Duke, I mean, it's, it's rare to be over there, but... Uh, and and if you want to learn about some of the not so much talked about people in black history, I hate to say this because I didn't like it, but that Kevin Hart um, Netflix special that he did, the Kevin Hart black history thing, he talked about a lot of stuff that I learned a lot. I ain't going to lie, but I didn't like the presentation of it so much, but it was definitely dope. Like, Why to, didn't you to like hear, it? Um, I felt like it was more like kid based, gimmicky, like kind of, yeah, kind of comical. Up, buddy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> true, true, yeah, but it just wasn't like. I put the candy in the medicine. Yeah, it just wasn't for me, though. Like, got, I like that saying. That's, that's really, that's really yeah. what it is, though. Like, you feeding them good quality information, but you're making it digestible and giving them a laugh, stuff like that. But yeah. you come away with it, yeah. learning a lot more yeah. than you thought you were. But it also keeps your attention because a lot of people you hit them with too many facts too much history they kind of kind of brush off yeah they kind of get on their phones but they laugh and enjoy themselves <laughs> yeah. they might not realize at the end of the episode like man, i learned a lot yeah it was i mean that's what i'm saying i feel like it was really good for kids like if you're a kid i feel like you're definitely going to be engaged in it um but he's talking about a bunch of people that you really don't even really hear about like it kind of seems like he's joking but these are real stories and, you know and, what I mean? and it honestly may have been aimed for kids because i mean at this point me, they, they are yeah. the the future. Yeah, you know what I'm saying realistically. So J Cole said it best. I'm dead in the middle between two generations. That's, Man, that's how I feel, bro. That's I feel like though. that for that's real. Fact, though. Though. They are the, they are the future. Though. I so told why you not that too. Make it digestible for them. You know yeah. Shout out to J Cole for that video though, too. In uh, in Kevin Hart special, he set it up that it was basically for the kids. Yeah, because he's talking to his daughter. He was talking to his daughter and her little friend had been over, so they were like, you know, he was explaining the whole breakdown to give him. Yeah, it was good to learn some. Like, like I said, it was good to learn some new about some new people. Um, like I said, check it out if you want to hear some more stuff about Black history that you don't really get to see. Not about the Martin Luther King, the Malcolm X, and that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and we're gonna shout out my man Samuel Jackson. Like, so 
This could be fake news, but I'm going ahead and say that it's real news because his name is Samuel, and I might be a little bit biased, but I mean, hey, I read, I saw that Samuel Jackson was the highest grossing actor ever, like all time, not just black, all time, not just black, but they said ever. And the crazy thing is, is my man started when he was 43. Like, if that ain't motivation to like chase your dreams, like his first movie, his first movie when he was 43. Like, we get every day. Every day that we get is the only time that we get to really chase your dreams. So when people say, like, make the most out of your day, like, of course, go to work and do your thing. But make sure you find some time to, like, make your passion come to life. Like I said before, we all, I just posted this on my Facebook. Like, we all got our own agendas that we do. Like, Ma, you got a family. Like, Heather, you got a family. Like, we all go to work. We get our job done. But after hours... We transform into CEOs. We transform into artists, producers, like stylists, like designers. Like, take advantage of that extra time to work on yourself. Don't waste it watching TV and like bullshitting it away. Make sure you're doing productive things. Like, he started when he's forty three. Like, he could have easily quit so many times. You know what I mean? Hey, say say what you said the other post about um, the kids you don't have yet. I thought that was so dope. Oh, I said I'm working this hard to make. The kids proud, make my kids proud that I don't have yet. Oh, like, so one day people are like, gonna, they're gonna be asking about me and they're gonna be like, yeah, that's my dad. Like, you that's know what I mean? I thought that was super dope. Yeah, I was like, so that's what you find your motivation, y'all. Like, I'm, I didn't have what I would say, like, the ideal family. Like, I was, my mom raised three boys, you know what I mean? So, like, my pursuit in life is to have, like, a whole family, like, me and my wife and have kids and do things like that. So, that's the projection that I have on my future. Like, that's what I'm working for. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm working for it today. I'm planting those seeds today so that 20 years down the line, I can say, dang, I thought about that 20 years ago. Even you being mentally I mean? aware of that, though, is dope because it, it takes a lot of people when they have kids, that's that fire, that, that, that light on their ass for them to get get moving. Yeah. So the fact that you're even aware of that, consciously thinking yeah. about that now, that you will one day have kids, yeah. and you're going and putting things in place for when that happens already. Yeah. The one, the one big thing that all of us got in common is we want to be free. Thanks. You know what I mean? We got to get, we got to get it so that our family's financially free, so we can actually do the things that we love. You know what I'm saying? And um, speaking of the youth, I want to shout out this one company. It's called Airlina. Um, it's a company out of Durham, and it's at the Haiti Heritage Center. And they basically go to go to the high schools. Yeah, they go to the high schools as a freshman, and they offer a flight program. So by the time they're a senior, they have enough flight hours and they can become a pilot. They just get the license. That's crazy. So that's basically hitting the ground running. That's the kinds of things that we need to start promoting because everybody's promoting college. And college is cool and everything, but you gotta come out. Scared. You come out. No, but I'm saying you come out later. You come out later. You're not hitting the ground running. You're you're behind. You're well, dead you, and all that stuff. Well, you got to know what you're going for too. No, but I, I've met with a lot of uh, mentors this past week who are professors. And a lot of them, it's a reoccurring thing that they say. They, they say, you don't go to college. I, I think when people are in college, their main goal is like, I got to get a job. You know what I mean? I got to get a job. And uh, with three of my mentors said this past week was, you're not in college excuse me, to get a job. He said, you're in college to gain knowledge, like to get a general education. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, to, to, to better yourself, to deepen your knowledge and understanding of things that you're interested in. 
I mean, unless you're find like, out who you are, right? Thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't just go. So I can be like, oh, where am I gonna work after this? Go. So I can be like, I'm a knowledgeable being. You know what I mean? And knowledge will take you further than a job. And take those electives that are like off the wall, right, like right, those right, things right. that you like. You really kind of got an interest in, but you really don't want to pursue it. Like, exactly. but it's like, a, I might take Swahili, like you know what I mean, like, just no. to just to take it, you know what I mean, just to take exactly. it. But I feel like a lot of people too go to college because they hear that's the next step. Like, and I was victim of it too. Like, I got to college and everybody was telling me, "Yo, you need to be a chemie. You need to be a chemie. They make they make good money." And I got to be a junior, and I hated it. And I literally like had to think, and I was like, "Yo, there's no way that I can do this for the next thirty years." Yeah, like there's no way that I can do this for the next thirty years. And then, but by that time, it was I'm three years in. I got all my credits already, and I'm like, it's too late to quit that. You know what I mean? So then I had to like reflect and like figure out what I really liked and really find something that I could pursue to finish college. You know what I mean? Because it's like you don't want to keep switching your major, keep switching your major because you're just racking up money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that's what a lot of people do. They go into like with these big dreams, like I'm gonna make this money off this career, and then you end up like doing something like say you like end up like switching to like music. And music doesn't make the same as an engineer starting straight out. You know what I mean? If you go into like production or something like that. But you got two hundred K in student debt and you like shit, like, well, my original plan I would have been good. Like but you know what I mean? So I think it's important for people like you said. To get into different programs that kind of Early. expose you to things. The earlier the yeah. better. Like I tell my son all the time. I ask him. I was like, you know, a lot of my friends they're paying like two fifty to four hundred dollars in student loans a month. Somewhere now. I was like, that's yeah. a that's yeah. a Bentley. Yeah. That's a BMW. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a BMW. <laughs> so it's like you want to drive a BMW or you want to yeah. pay for this education? Yeah. Start now. Yeah. Learn everything now. Like, I put a little, little ass in piano class, like, last week. Learn something, So, yeah. he's learning everything possible. Especially why you can. Yeah, yeah and, and it's crazy because the school that they're going into now, my, my sister, she's eight. No, she's nine. She's speaking Japanese, bro. Yeah. She's speaking... Like, what 13 a month? Nah. Student see, loan? But see, that's an apartment. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. either it's you want to pay for an apartment yeah. or you want to pay for this education that nine times out of ten, you're not even going to get a job in that field. Yeah. That's what's crazy about it. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? It just goes back to like your major and what you, what you study. It doesn't define what you will do. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's so many people who are history majors, but they're like CEOs of like a firm. You know what I mean? It's just like what you're good at and what you want to learn, like what you're interested in, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, Thin line between the two. I think I think all college show employers is that you're able to follow right. stick to something and accomplish it. Like you're right. you're able to go through some difficult hard times, yeah. make it through and accomplish something. Yeah. Right, right. You can like, learn a bunch of different you, shit at one time. Yeah. 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 But you got to like self-reflect before you do that. Like exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because exactly. it wasn't until like I was like ready to drop out 
that I was like, okay, I can't drop out. So I got to sit here and really think about what I can do for at least the next 25 years. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and, but you know what, though? You can say that, but a lot of people won't believe it. And I, and I, I'm, cause I'm, I'm, I was a victim of that. <clears throat> that whole, like, doing what you love, I thought that was bogus. I'm like, bro, it's a job. I want to get a paycheck. I'm not going to love going to work. Like, who loves going to work? Until, <laughs> I got, until I got into HR. Yeah. Like, I genuinely enjoy getting up every day and because I impact lives every day. Like, I'm either helping you get jobs for the people when I do the recruiting piece of it and getting people in, hiring people, interviewing people. Like, the best part of my day is calling the person and telling them that you've gotten the job. Like, they'd be happy. That's like, right. Right. You, you, know, you can see the smile through the phone. <laughs> and then we just recently started doing, like, on-site events. And yeah. instead of letting them leave, we actually hold them in a the room and yeah. give it to them in person. Like, I, I literally asked somebody the other day, uh, two days ago, like, cry. Yeah. Like it was the most fulfilling, like amazing thing. Think about, think about, think about when you really need one, and you like, yo, if yeah, I don't get this job, it's yeah, over, it's over, dog. So, yeah. like, and then, of, and then like, the people, <laughs> <laughs> I need a job, bro. <laughs> and then, like, like I had a young, uh, young, young guy. I think he was twenty, uh, no, nineteen, fresh out of high school. Um, he came in, interview. He wasn't ready, wasn't prepared. Um, his interview, his uh, um, resume. Pretty terrible. You can tell he just went on Word and just typed it up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I was able to, in that moment, after the interview was over, <clears throat> kind of push things aside and be like, yo, look, interview aside, like, let's talk about some things. Like, your appearance, like, this is what this is what you should do. Like, do this next time. Like, yeah. go do this. Yeah, you can I, even if you can't afford it, at like, a goodwill, you can right. do this. Okay, your, re- sure. your resume. I asked him straight up. I said, yo, did you go online and look at templates for resumes? He went, nah. I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah, now uh, like everything's know. on the internet. He's like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, did you know the, the, that there were templates online? Right, right. He's like, man, yeah, I heard. I'm like, you yeah, know, yeah. don't hear. From now, go, <laughs> yeah, go look at the template. Yeah. You're not, but you're but honestly, you're honestly, ready. yeah, you're honestly not now ready you know, right now. Now that you but, know he prepared for the next time. Yeah, yeah. now you just put a brother yeah. on, moving yeah. forward. He's ready for the next time. Next time he's gonna be extra sharp. He's gonna get it. He's gonna get it because now he's been. Exposed, you know what he's supposed to do. Yeah. And I feel like that's the great thing about this podcast is like we we got a chance to basically spread knowledge that people don't really talk about. Yeah. And as once again, like as parents, the one thing we definitely need to teach our children is finances. You Man. know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. like because it's son, not getting taught for a like, reason. My yeah. son is eight years old. Yeah, my son is eight years old. I give him ten dollars a week, right? Yeah. But he has to no. Listen, he has to make his bed. He has to do his, his football workouts. Yeah. He has to do his football workouts and do all of that stuff. No complaints, no being late to school, none of that. You get $10. Yeah. You can buy Beyblades, you can buy V-Bucks, you can do whatever the hell you want with this money. So yeah. he comes, he goes, I want these shoes. I'm like, bro, we better get to it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it for yeah. you. How much, how much, I'm not and, gonna buy- and, and are you saving it? Yeah. Like, exactly. Because I gave you 10 don't mean you got to spend this 10 Exactly. So, And a, a little tip is too, is credit history. That's one thing we don't, we don't realize. Parents... If you got a kid, you already got to buy them clothes already as it is. Go get them a, a belt card, card mm-hmm. that you're going to basically spend the cash with. Put it in their name. And by the time, and think about it. If you're in high school, you get them a belt card at 16. They get out of college 22. When they get out of college, they got six years of credit established. history. Established credit history. Even a cell phone bill. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah even a, yeah, some type of thing in their name. Yeah. don't have the I mean, that's easy to what say. But when you're raising five kids, I mean, for single parents, yes. I mean, if you have a whole household with two kids, yes. But, like, 
there are a lot of single parents out there who yeah. don't really have. I'm a single parent, but most but right, most right. parents are at least buying clothes. Exactly, yeah. right. he's they, saying, they're doing. Well, those those are those are those some families also do hammer downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they bought initially, though. But that's what he's saying. But that's the thing, like. If that's your if that's your situation, then that lets you know it you need to get your yeah, shit in order. Wrong, right, yeah, right, you right, need to get right, like right, start yeah, with getting yeah. you in order. Like that might not be what you can do for your kids, but when they're getting adults, you can still relay that information. It's like, yo, I wasn't able to do this for y'all. Like I saw this post the other day. It said, "Stop getting your kids what you didn't have and teach them what you didn't know." I reshared that you shit. Know what I, mean? I felt I that so much. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt yeah. that shit so much. I was like, like, and I was like, yeah, I was like, man, because that's all we want now. <laughs> now that we all, all we want is knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all I need from you is the knowledge, yo. Yeah, because like I said, most of us come from a, a generation. I know he came from Philly. A lot of my friends came from New York. You came from Memphis, so it's like our parents' job. They just felt they needed to get us to safety. Yeah. Don't get arrested. Don't get killed. Yeah. So now is we need to carry that torch because we're not dead. Yeah. We're still going yeah. to make our kids, you know, what I'm saying, understand finances and be free. Yeah. And they can teach their kids a better lifestyle. It's all about evolution. You shouldn't teach, you know, what I'm saying, your fucked up mentality to yeah. keep the next brand generation. Because that's yeah. that's generational, like generational wealth. Yeah. Just, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> generational destruction. Yeah. Is, over though. and over. Yo, it keeps it the cycle though. going. Well, and that's about what, to make our, our, yeah. our, our titles. And that's what we said. Like, we're trying to break the cycle. Like, that's the whole point of this podcast. We got all different perspectives. Like, we invite people every week to come on and share their perspectives. Like, we're not just giving you what we think. Like, we're literally opening up. We're being transparent about what we've experienced. We're not afraid to tell you about the hardships that we're going through. So hopefully it saves somebody else. Like yeah, you know I, what I mean? Because I had a conversation with my mom. But I told her the best thing she ever did for me was move out of Memphis. Yeah. Said, like so she she didn't have the knowledge, the financial knowledge. She didn't have the money for the, the great jobs, and she didn't have the college education and all of that stuff that I hope to pass on to my daughter. She didn't yeah. have those things. But what she did do for me was move me to a out situation, of an environment yeah. and out of a situation that could have, which could have continued that bad yeah. cycle. So she put me in a better situation where I could learn, where I could grow, where I could do better for myself. So now I'm in a much better position than she was at 28. Yeah. So my daughter's going to be lit. See, and, that's, yeah. and that's what I so. said. I said, even if my kids don't get it, my grandkids are right. going to be good. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Even if my kids don't live that life that I'm dreaming of, like my grandkids or or their uh, great grand, somebody in this generation, in, my, in this bloodline Someone is going to get it. Yeah. Somebody's going to get it. It's going to yeah. be your kids. Yeah. It's going to be mine. Yeah. Your kids is going to be my God. So it's going to be your kids. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so, fact. I ask you this, fellow. What, what's more important? Saving for your retirement or saving for your kids' college? I think I don't neither. I think it's investing. All of that shit you saving for a college, and I, like I, we already talked about what we feel about college. You know what I'm saying? And retirement, he was talking about if you love what you do, retirement isn't even a thing. So I feel like you should definitely money sitting in the bank isn't really doing anything. Yeah. And and that's what these millionaires don't yeah, share. For, oh, wait, wait. No, listen, so listen. Hold, to, hold let me before finish. Before you get too deep, before you get too deep, because uh-huh. you're going off on the loop. Saving for your retirement doesn't necessarily mean just putting money in the bank. That's IRAs. I'm talking, but I'm talking IRAs about IRAs, 401ks. Yeah. Those so, interest rates no, are way so low. What's, what's more important? Saving for your child's future. I'm saying neither because I would or invest saving it. for you. But you can do either one. And you can invest for your child. I get future, it. Yeah. Or you can invest for child. yourself. Yeah. Which one is more important? The child, yourself definitely. Or your, or your child? The child, definitely. Well, I feel, like, I feel like they both kind of work the same way. You know what I mean? Because... My retirement yeah. money was gonna 
go to my kids. Like, right. you and know what I mean? Also, education, like, it's like... It's important that, to say, like, period. That, that, that privilege, <laughs> like, because what I realized for being in school for the last five years is, like, this is a privilege. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't be, like you said, with your, with your mom, like, what my parents have sacrificed, like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have that. If they, my parents were, like, selfish, like, I wouldn't have this privilege. You know what I mean? But they sacrificed a lot for me to be in the position I am today. And uh, I think that having that privilege to find yourself instead of, like, going to a workplace every day and, like, trying to maintain the bare necessities. Because if your kids don't get that opportunity, it's like you don't really get a chance to delve deeper into knowledge. So you're just stuck here in this rut of, like, nine to five, and it's just a perpetual cycle. Mm-hmm. What's so, crazy is you had a rough road, So too. answer that. Yeah. Answer that. So, you know what I'm saying? So I'll give you guys the transgression, I would say. Now, we're we're blessed that our parents are still in good health. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, let's just say, let's say, God forbid... You don't make to somebody, retirement? No, no. It's not, not even retirement. Even when you get to retirement, there, there's still the fact, like, a terminal illness... A disease or something, yeah. Misfortune. That is, cost, instantly costs way more than any college education at any point. Mm-hmm. And then burial costs. So... It's truthfully you do your you do your kids a better service by preparing for that than preparing them for college or their future mm-hmm. because it instantly costs at least so, ten to twenty thousand dollars to deal with stuff like that. But see, that's not I, see. I wouldn't consider that saving for retirement. Like I have life insurance to cover all that. You know what I mean? Do you know how life insurance works? It's, it's like an investment. Everything. It comes after everything. Yeah, but okay, the whole retirement thing, have you guys really looked into how that works? You gotta make it do you to know, 65. Do you know when you pull out when you pull out prematurely, all of that shit goes it's away. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's like not all of it though. But, no, I'm saying if you pull no, out if, heavy, if you pull it out heavy. early, it's it's fucking like it disintegrates. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, what heavy. I'm saying is that whole that whole system that we're taught is bad. Like you don't need you don't need a four one K or all of that stuff because those Percentage rates are so low compared to if you were to invest in something else. But let me get, let like me Apple and all of that stuff. Let me play devil. Let me play devil's advocate for that real quick, mm-hmm. because I I talk to a lot of my new hires about investing in four hundred one k. Yeah, you you're talking about the interest rate, but what about the fact that my company matches six percent? It does match. Mm-hmm. My, my company matches six percent. Mm-hmm. So if I put in six percent of my salary, my company is just going to throw in that additional six percent to match yeah, so what it's I 12%. put in. So. How is that a waste, or how is that not beneficial for someone for who's me not for me investment savvy, who doesn't have the time that's, to that's sit? So if I, if, I, if, I put, if I put in hundred fifty dollars into this account, my company for me just showing up, yeah, is putting is putting in hundred fifty dollars. What if you only stay ten years though? What if you leave? What if you stay? You can get that. You can transfer. Yeah, you can transfer. After three years, you're full. After three years, you're fully vested. So every dollar that they put in. That you get to take with you, no matter how long you stay after that. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not that's that's yeah. extremely beneficial. Yeah, my, old company, I don't think, my old company did that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it should be a matter of should I invest in my kids' future or should I invest in retirement. It's I should have both. I should have yeah. investments yeah. in all of that. Be, yeah, it should be spread up. Yeah, I should have I should Diversi- have my retirement, my kids, like my own Facts. personal bank account, Facts. like life insurance. Facts. You want to get life insurance on your kids, oh, like all that stuff, because because that's where most people lose out. Like like you said, put nine eggs in one basket. Yeah, well, like how many people, like especially like where we from, how many times do you see where they can't afford the funeral? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. That's you know, what he's talking about. You can't the, throw the, the funeral. Hospital, like hospital cancer. Bills. Yeah. yeah. Is it big, you know how much comes with that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my, my dad yeah. would do that. Like, it, like, we had to go through a lot. But <clears throat> thank God, like, you know what I'm saying? He was able to still, like, he had that hustler's mentality. So he was able to still hustle and make things work. You know what's work. the wildest thing my mom taught me? She said, all right, because, you know, when we're young, when we're high school and shit, we, we basically open up a, a account, right? Yeah. She said, you need to open up three accounts. And I was like, why? She said, one account is just for your bills. You put the money in it, it automatically comes out. So that's taken care of. You got a savings, and then you got a, a play fund. Personal thing. You know what I'm saying? And then you only work with the play fund. Everything else is delegated every other Already every spent. Other yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. So you never look into these other two accounts because you already know what's being done. Yeah. And you already know your savings is invisible. You and never touch that. And then this account right here is what you know. All right, I got $100 for whatever you pay I yourself. want. Yeah, exactly. you pay yourself. But, and I think the way to do that, too, is to make your savings account in a in a different bank institution that you can't touch. Ones you can't touch. Yeah, like yeah. Get, Go get go open up a bank account because you won't you even go, see. You don't have a card to. Yeah, but you don't have, don't have the online. To, yeah, yeah. And, and, and preferably don't have the online one, yeah, set up. Preferably, like if you can get one, because I had one set up in Greensboro, like a yeah. um, a credit union. But it was a small. It was a small one that when I moved to Raleigh, it was still like the only way I can get money is if I drove to Greensboro to get that money yeah. out. So, you know what I'm saying? That money continued to stack and continue to build until yeah. I moved it later on and get married and things like that. But it worked because I had my direct deposit going straight to that straight banking to, institution yeah. that I didn't have a card to. I couldn't go online. I couldn't do no online shopping with it. Like, it was there. If I wanted money out, I had to drive That's to Greensboro I, to get that money out. I got merchants <laughs> and farmers like that. Like, yeah. I, I don't have a bank card. I don't have an online. They don't send me a statement. None of that. I'm like, going to go off I'm gonna go off topic because I think this would be good. Because of the, the, the title, Get Your Hands Out of My Pocket, and then what you just said about having the multiple accounts, how do y'all feel? I know nobody else other than myself is married. Because okay. I had this conversation with a, with a married gentleman yesterday at work. <laughs> <laughs> if, you were to, if you decided to get married, would you have, you and your wife have two separate accounts? Or would you have one account? Three. Three. Joint account, two oh. separate accounts. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Because I have with my wants, she has her wants, and then we have what we have together. Yeah, and I've seen that too wow. often. So why can't you I, have... I know married couples, and I, like my dad, for example, like uh, my stepmom straight controls all the finances. My dad was like, huh, let me see what's going on on this card. I'm like, Dad, you were, you bust your ass, G. Like, there's no reason why you should have to check nothing. Like, you are good. <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, well, she said that she moved XYZ around. I gotta have like I mean if she's really good with the, with the finances and I trust it it's one thing you don't have to worry about but also like I like things you know what I mean so I don't sh- want to should you marry them. somebody you're not sure if they're good with finances uh, what if you're good with finances but so you still marry someone that's not, not good with finances finance. just because you are I don't know man cause I mean, I, it depends on what they spend money on yeah. you know what I mean if you're going out spending two three hundred dollars on makeup every month then we got some problems. We got, we got to have some reform. But if she got her own account, oh, yeah. you don't really yeah. know yeah. What, what she's But that's her account. That's what I'm saying. That's her account. You have your allotted money. You do what you want with it. When you go to zero, don't come to me and ask me for my account. But y'all got the joint account. The joint account is for basically all of our stuff. That's together. You know what I'm saying? But like, like I, just like I said, we got three accounts. The insurance, the car. That's going to make sure everything But what's stopping her from going to the joint account? 
If she needed, if I, if she, if she, if she bad, that, that's the conversation. But the thing is, if she's bad with finances, she gonna blow her. She gonna blow her regardless. Yeah. So then when she blows, yeah. So then when she blows to her own, yeah, she gonna blow her. You're not gonna give her. No, hell no. That that's confusing to me. It's not confusing. It's like first off, it's a conversation between two adults. You know how the situation goes. Just like my mom, my mom, and Marvin. You know what I'm saying? Marvin has a business account. Yeah. And then he has his account. Yeah. And then he has he, he has her account. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? She's a photographer. She deals with all of the stuff with, with um the kids and stuff like that. In the household, I like food shopping, blah, blah, blah. He does his motorcycle stuff and all of that shit. It don't have to cross. If, if she ever needs money and he's like, he'll be like, huh, here, take yeah. that. But she, when she blows through her money, she has to wait until next time pay, payroll comes up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how you keep if somebody one more baby, you gotta go get it. And if something, if somebody's bad with finances, it's like if somebody's a drug addict, you don't just keep giving them drugs. You know what I'm saying? You give them a budget. Yeah, but the thing is, she got access to it, so you don't have to give her nothing. But she don't have access to it. Everything is diversified. Yeah, you can see it. No, you can't have access to a joint account. Because like, I would have my card. She can't spend the card in my my account. She can't spend the money in my account. No, she can touch the joint account though. The she can go, she can go to the bank and just so pull like, it right out. This is joint account, so that means we all be looking at it. Yeah. I'll be looking at but it. She'll be looking at it. No, but it's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like it's like the joint this, account this, should be like. The, what type of girls y'all talking about? Right. Like, this, your this, account this, should be like. We're talking about the worst case scenario. I feel you. She's fine. I'm saying, you're saying. I hope you wouldn't have married her. I'm saying, if she's bad with finances, that don't mean she's a dickhead person. I think you know so. Like, so I, I and correct me, Mo. I think the whole point of like the topic is accountability. Yeah, for sure. Like, I was yeah. that's the, I was gonna leave with that. I'm yeah. glad you said that because because my point with that we're having two separate accounts. Neither one of you are holding each other accountable. So yeah, you yeah it is it is. I worked hard, so this is my money. You worked hard, so this is your money technically. But y'all are married, y'all in one house. But even if it's one, but let me finish. Y'all got the same bills. Mm-hmm. Y'all got the same the same goals. I would I would hope and assume you got the same child. You know what I mean, you, so that, that's all together. But by you having two separate accounts and you basically allowing her to blow it or do whatever she want to do because that's her money. That's if if neither one of you are holding each other accountable with your spending habits. So you could be wilding doing all kind of well, well it may not be wilding to you, but you could be wilding doing all kind of stuff, blowing money on all kind of stupid stuff that could be building more. More in your savings and more into the investments and more into this. She could be because she got her own account. Blowing it on all kinds of silly, unnecessary things because it's her money. Mm-hmm. And neither one of you guys are holding each other accountable where you could be getting to whatever goal you have much faster if you had one account mm-hmm. and you held each other accountable and you and you ab- were able to kind of see where your partner was lacking on some of the unnecessary spending and, and, and maybe maybe unnecessary purchases that you guys are making and holding each other accountable and being able to conversate about I, mean, I think you can still goes. hold somebody yeah. accountable with two separate accounts. Just you, it's just like, look, I think, you know, I, it's just like I, a I communication get, thing. Like, get, you can do a compare and contrast. It's, it's like, what are you doing? If you're going to do the communication, if, if you're going to communicate like that, then why have two separate accounts? If you're going to communicate about what, what she has in her Because you, know, you have your hobbies, I have mine. Yeah, like, right. Like, and like, and like, like, also, like, marriage, like, the misconception of marriage is like, we are this holy matrimony. Like, we're one... And you're still separate people. Like, you don't, and that's why I think, like, I'm nowhere near being married um, right now. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, sure? no, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, with, that being, with that being said, I just feel like when that time does come, it's just like, I'm still an individual. 
I, and I don't know how it is for married people, but from what I've observed, it's like, oh, we are one. Like, we are this one thing. You are one couple, but at the end of the day, like, in reality, you are you, and she is she, and or he and he and whatever. Okay, <laughs> okay so look, but, so look you, know. you, got, you got two different accounts, right? Yeah. So how do you decide how much each person gets? If she makes double what you make, that means she get more money right, than you. That comes spend. with a budget. Did she tell you you don't get you don't get three hundred in your account like me? Because you know what I mean. Yeah. All right. You're saying this is what I'm saying. You're saying that you're saying that just because you have two accounts don't mean you can't both come together and make a budget. Right. You could just be like, boom, we have two hundred dollars play money here, and you have two hundred dollars play money. Everything else goes into savings and goes into the joint account. Yeah. But you're too, once you blow through your $200, there's no more Jordans for the guys and yeah. there's no more fucking makeup for the girls. Like, yeah. like just because you guys have your own different passions don't mean you guys aren't talking about it. But my question is, my, 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 my question mm-hmm. is that that same $200, mm-hmm. why can't it be $400 in one account? It can be. Still spend your $200. It can yeah, be. But I'm saying that's what I would do. That's what I would but do. But, like, if I, I want to do something with the homies, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to go out of town, but I don't want to jeopardize what we have in savings. So it's like. But that's, but that's, you that's know, because okay. you, you can still comes. have that's your own separate goals. That's where a budget you know? comes into play. Yeah, like, just because, I mean, it, it, it would have been in one account. That don't mean you're still going to blow through the money. You're still going to pay your bills and do all those things first right. <clears throat> to keep the household running. Right, right. And then the extra cash is still there. It's just not in so two separate up. accounts. In a perfect world. Why can't it be one joint and all? That's the pot. That's the pot. Y'all together, y'all make a buck fifty. That's the cake. That's the pot. But out of this hundred fifty k a year, y'all say we're gonna take thirty out of this, and that's what we got for the year to do whatever we please. You get fifteen, I get fifteen. No matter whether I make seventy a year and you make eighty a year, we got fifteen a piece to work with. That's accountability, though. That is. But that's yeah. the same thing yeah. I'm saying. But just because you have two separate things don't mean like you she's going to be an asshole and never talk to Keep you. Keep in mind, I never said which one was I know, wrong. I know, I know. I'm just, I just, no, it's just a, you know, it's dialogue. Just it's just good. dialogue. But I'm saying like, there's, I feel like there's no like set way to do it. Yeah. It's not. It, whether it's, whether it works for you. But I like to play that. I like to play that. For sure. I mean, Because I had a conversation with one of the guys in my job. Because me and my wife personally, we had one account. One account, yeah. That, that works for us. Mm-hmm. It, it, it helps keep both of us accountable. Like, mm-hmm. spending habits are things that I will go blow money on or spend money on twice. because I know that she she has you, access to it. It yeah. makes me think twice. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I feel controlled or I feel like I got a check where it just makes me conscious of some of the decisions that I make mm-hmm. with money because I know she peeps it. Same thing with her. My wife grew up rather privileged. Like, she grew up, you know, her, her, her mom, her dad makes great money. So money to her meant a little different than money to us. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. she had her own account, she might have got a yeah, little yeah, reckless sure, in that account. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? So but so it, it helped her become a little more accountable to kind of kind of value the dollar a little bit more because she understood I, I could see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But now because I trust her so much and we we built that bond and, you don't need and to check behind her. I don't check behind, like she she controls the account. I have no idea what's in I and, and any given time I cannot tell you what's in our account. Mm-hmm. She controls it because we because I know that she's accountable now. She she understands the value of a dollar now because we built that from the foundation from the time we got married. Yeah, it was some difficult times and in, in, in initially, but now it works 
beautifully. And that's and that's amazing. But what's what's the difference between having two accounts? You can still teach her the same values and all of that stuff. I'm just saying it's hard because I, I can't know. see it. She got her own separate account. I can't see that. Yeah, she could t- like you know what I'm saying. I can't see that. Yeah, like, for sure. I can't see that. So she can go spend two hundred dollars, and I may not know for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Or two hundred dollars on something ridiculous that she has noticed, <laughs> yeah. and I wouldn't know yeah. for maybe a month later. You know what I'm saying? There, so that accountability take a little longer. There's a key factor in both situations that I think we're overlooking, and that's the structure. Like the yeah, fact is what people, people, we, I feel like the one thing that we kind of fear away from is structure, like make a budget, like, sure. you know what I mean? And the way, like the way I set my budget up, 10% goes to my ties, 20% goes to me and I live off the rest. So if I can't live off that 70, then I mean, I need to dial back, you know what I mean? And dial back on something. But that just works for me. Like, like you said, you gotta talk, you gotta have those conversations Hold each other accountable. Say like, yo, this is our budget. We're going to stick to this. Make sure both of you know, like, you can have your play money, but we're not pulling from nothing else. If you decide, like, you spend all your money and you ain't got lunch money, you better get some coffee until you get home. And my issue, too, with the, like, okay, for this week until whatever week, you got 200 I got 200 Yeah. Because I have $200 of play money until yeah. next week, I'm blowing $200. Yeah. Like, whether I need it or not, if you tell me I got $200 to next week, you got $200 to next yeah. week, we both are going to blow that $200. That, yeah. that means you're financially responsible. No, that's not financially responsible. If we put aside $200 of play money, we put the budget together, mm-hmm. put, put aside $200 of play money until mm-hmm. we get paid again. That's not that's not irresponsible. That's very responsible. We put the budget together. All bills are yeah. paid. This is play money. But because it's considered play money, we got play our own separate it. accounts. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm get wild with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, it's come, yeah. if it's two days before I get paid again, I still got $100. Yeah. I'm going to get $100. We got it out. So that's the part of accountability. That's the part of accountability. Because with one account, instead of considering it play money and it's just extra money, a lot of times, what it, what it could have been a two hundred dollars of play money, I won't spend because I don't need to, and I don't, yeah. and I didn't need yeah. anything. So now that two hundred dollars rolls over. Now exactly, but that's what I'm now saying. But I'm saying that. But when you dedicate yeah. play money and say this is your two in your account, this is your two hundred your account. I'm going to lunch every day. Yeah. I'm buying a couple of shirts because it's it's there to so and called the, yeah, play. And so, the thing so. is, don't roll play it over. Don't even think about it as roll over. But if it's play, play, money, play responsible. If it's yeah. play money, what, what, are yeah. what, what responsibility do I have like, playing? It, you don't got to like, play every week, my dude. It, it's great, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like a cell phone. But that's the thing. Just because they give you But don't, but don't roll it over, though. Don't roll it over. Like, don't roll it over. Because, because, because the thing is, you're looking at it now, you're like, okay, I didn't spend my two. Don't now I got like four. No, no, you didn't. Got two. You didn't. You still got two. Like each week you get two. And throw don't, it to save it. If you don't use it, just save it. Yeah. Don't think about it as, oh, I got 600 now. Like yeah. I've been waiting. Up. Like, no, you got two. Yeah. Like, all right. And that's because that's the structure of a budget. Like that's what keeps you accountable. Like, yo, like, just because I ain't used it in, in three checks don't mean I got 600. Like, no, like, I got I 200. Like everybody doesn't, like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a guy, like, that's if you have gold. I, I don't have that's a if job. You have I have gold. Yeah, that's if you have debt like, and stuff. Like, I don't have a job. I'm a student. I like to take risks, okay? So let me tell you, this past <laughs> week, like, I take big risks. You know what I mean? I kind of emptied out my account for the Travis Scott uh, OG ones. And uh, that was a big risk. You know what I mean? So I was just like, shit. But I can make, make four <laughs> bands off of this fifteen hundred. Yeah. I'm about to just impromptu just yeah. drop because I found it. You know what I mean? And one of the, one, uh, you know, I got scammed on six hundred. I got scammed. 
You know, that's when the risk turned into a, you know, I had to do damage control. You know? I, spent, I spent 30 minutes on the phone with eBay this morning. I'm like, look, I think I have been bamboozled. Like, like, I've been hoodwinked. Yeah, exactly. The reason why you're so able to make those risks is because you haven't worked for it. No. I have worked. No, no, no. no. Oh, God. God. You just God. said I ain't got no job. I ain't got no job, Tommy. So you didn't work. Yeah, look, I am a student. That's not no goddamn job. I'm an entrepreneur. If you were him, (laughs) no, if you were him and you woke up every day and you worked your 40, 50, 60 hours, you're not going to just blow 600. No, you're not. I'm telling you. That thing, that thing, you you got it. Yeah. That's not a risk you're willing to take. Yeah. That that rent is going to come. The rent rent coming regardless. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like today, it was storming outside. Right now, I'm rent, but I'll be mortgaged. Yeah, like today, it was storming outside. I was outside pouring concrete. Mixing concrete and shit in the rain. So when it comes to like buying two hundred dollar pair of drums, I'm like, fuck that. That's yeah. like that's like two days away. I'm good. Yeah. Fuck that. You feel like Julius? Hell no. Drove where they had Julius, where everybody hate Chris. If I had a picture of this thing in my wallet, yeah. I'd be the richest man in the world. Oh, come on, wallet. See Julius? Oh, that's sixty-seven yeah. cents worth of light yeah. right there. Oh. Yeah. 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 You gotta look at it it's like when, when you think about buying stuff, and I wish I probably would have, you know, got onto this a lot earlier. Up, you gotta look at if you're gonna buy something, look at how is this gonna help me. Like, look at things yeah. as investments. Like, is this gonna make me better? Yeah. Is this gonna help me get boy? Is this gonna, gonna look good to? on me? Let me have that. Yeah. Anybody think about that? You all gotta time. treat yourself sometimes. <laughs> you gotta treat yourself sometimes. In my defense, the shoes that I bought were not for myself. I promise you. can't do it uncontrollably because then it just comes. Now you go from buying one pair of sneakers, you buy a pair of sneakers. Every every couple. The thing is, you can also you can also obsess, especially like in situations where you've come up without money. Like, am I? And y'all know, like, I've obsessed over making sure I have some money to the point where my friends are like, "Bro, treat yourself to something. Like, live a little bit. Like, because I'm I get to the point where I'm like, I don't ever want to be broke. I don't ever want to be broke again because I've been broke. You know what I mean? But it's like, so when you've come up and you're like trying to build that that level of like, I got some money. It's like you get obsessed with it. It's like, yo, I really don't want to see nothing come out of my account. But you got to treat yourself every now and then. And just, like you said, is this going to look good on me or not? Like, that's that's what your mindset kind of puts you over to. The the shoes that I bought were not for me. They were for resale purposes. Yeah, that's a business expense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We can word that the right yeah, way. Okay. That's an investment, though. Yeah, yeah I, I can respect that. Yeah. So I said, you may look at things that sometimes the best to make you more money. Like, how can I do something that's going yeah, to turn this in a long run? But at the same that's time, it's, it's part of the process, but it's, yeah. it's part of, you know, the life. But you also, like you said, you want to make sure you reward yourself for doing good things. Like, oh, man, I've been grinding real hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need to. Every now and then. That's also sometimes for a lot of people that turns into a slippery slope. I mean, that's very slippery. Like, like, I've been meeting with a nutritionist, and she's like, cheat days are just a setup. Like, it's a setup. It's a a trap. And it's like treating yourself. It's it's like, these shoes look good. Let me check these pants out. Yeah, let me get that jacket. Oh, let me get that sweater. Oh, wait, I can't get, I can't not get to fit it. Yeah, right. Turn, turn off a whole outfit. Yeah, yeah. And before you know it, you're back at square one. Yeah, you know, yo, like, I'm, I'm that person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that person. I'm like 100% one way or the other. Yeah, you can't you do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, either yeah. I'm off the I'm chain. I'm either sober or I'm dead. I'm dead. Like, it's like, either I'm 100% angel. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the whole diet thing. If I'm working out, I'll die. Perfect. 
With the moment I skip, the moment I skip the gyms, I'm like, mm, fuck it, Wendy, why not? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just my personality. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, From your birthday, right? right it's now. done. Right yeah. Last week, last week, this is it. Next week, it's gonna be good. This how you know it's real. This how you know it's real. I was in the gym the other day. They was like, "Where's ship at?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, hey, but hey, in my defense, look. it's because my wife got a new job and I scared hey, her. Nevertheless, don't get it twisted. We all brothers keep. He been talking about it all week, so he gonna be in there Monday. Hey, but, but, but in my defense, I got, I got, and not, not to try to flex, but I do have a two story crib, so I did. <laughs> I, not, it was <laughs> I, I do two humble brag. I like it. It's two thousand square feet, four bedroom, okay. but that's not that's neither here. Humble, humble brag. Um, <laughs> and we but, work for that. But I did uh, run up and down my stairs for thirty minutes. Okay. That boy had the sweat. Wait, wait. Yeah. Like, Improvising. You know I mean? That boy had the sweat. I came with nails in the steps to reinforce them. I'm gonna tell you about running. What is up with your boy Tristan? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about running for a second. That's a I never told y'all. Or hiding or ducking. He just out here wild. Yo, I told you, I'm Team Jordan. That ain't her fault. She was single. She was saying, you do what you do. She was. You know what you want when you're popping. But, but, the, thing is, but the thing is, your roommate's sister, man, like, come on. It's like, how like how did that even happen? No, like, come on. Your roommate's sister's not your friend. But, but she, I, like, but, they yeah, like, uh, like, they've been, like, best like, friends. Yeah, she, she said they were, like, she, she said her own mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's been, they've been best friends, like, she forever. always got that one family but, we don't but, fuck with. I'm going to come clean. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? I'm going to come clean, though, until, like, like I said, I didn't watch it myself, but I, I didn't wife, so I, she watched it. The Red Table thing dropped today okay. with Jordan. She came, was talking to Jada, Jada Piggy. I didn't watch it, but my wife told me about it. So, I was against Jordan until I heard about her testimony and how she kind of spoke about it. So she was like, she went to the party at Tristan's crib because she considered them family. Okay. She was smacked when she got there. Okay. Trash. Okay. She was like, the LA, the LA, the LA uh, lifestyle, you get smacked, you go to a house party, you, club, you don't leave. <laughs> not even. Not even. Yeah. You don't leave to five, six, six yeah, o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's regular. Like, that's not For a sure. crazy thing. Like, they don't leave six, yeah. seven o'clock in the morning. That's, that's normal. She said he's sitting in a chair. She walked over. She's sitting because they family, they cool, they close. She said she sat on the arm of the chair. So the the reports of him, or her sitting in his lap, she said are not true. She sitting on the arm of the chair. He's sitting in the chair. They chit chatting. It's all love. It's kicking and whatever, whatever. They sloppy. They drunk. They laughing, leaning over, kicking mm-hmm. it. It is what it is. So she crashed there. Her, she said it wasn't just her. It was her. Multiple people crashed there. They got up, left that morning. She said they didn't sleep in the same room. They didn't smack. This is what she said. They didn't sleep in the same room. They didn't night. smash. None of that. No so kissing or nothing. Just Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. <clears throat> she said she uh, called a car service. She left to go to her car service. He walked her to her car. And he kissed her as she was getting into her car service. On the cheek? Uh, no, on her, on her mouth. Oh. <clears throat> on her mouth. <laughs> on her mouth, to be clear. So she's... But what I, what I respect Hang out of it from what my wife told me, what I respect <laughs> out of it, what my wife respected out of it is that she never blamed the Kardashians. She never blamed Kim, Chloe, nobody. She said she kept taking ownership for it. I shouldn't have went. I should have put myself in a situation. I should have been sloppy drunk like that without well, dang, without the girls. I'm just, I'm just, <clears throat> without without them being there, I shouldn't even been around him. Put myself in a situation without the girls being there. Since I completely blame myself for that, and she also said that she should have been upfront and told Chloe that as soon as it happened, that he leaned over, he kissed me. Like she said, I didn't want it. I didn't ask for it. 
I should have been up front and told told her immediately she back. that she I, she didn't say that part. <laughs> but based on that and based on like other people are coming down now saying that like Tristan be wild at these parties, oh, like sure. he don't give a fuck. Like he be, he be out I mean that's we a new thing. Smoke and he home. So and, and the girl is oh, even man. and the girl is even volunteering to take a lot of tests. She was like, yo, she said they got all this money. Like they not they don't respond to me. She was like, Yo, I'll take a lot of this. She's this is exactly what happened. Like I had nothing to do with it. It wasn't expected. She said like, I will take ownership and going without them being there, being around him without them yeah. being there and me crashing there. But she was like, That's regular, that's normal, he like family to me. She's like, I'll take a lot of tickets. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do it wasn't like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But they, but the media is bodying her though. They get her out of here. What I said before the episode, I'm Team Jordan. I'm Jordan today for out of here, bro. They get her out of here. Because we, we, I mean, he's been wilding for a minute. Yeah, but he, and he was wilding wild. And at the yeah. same time, though, like, I forgot who one of y'all said, like, whose responsibility is it really? So, yeah, like, she's single. He's the one he's that's the in a relationship. relationship. Yeah. And he the one who kissed her. Like, and he the one that's trying to get back, apparently. Yeah. Like, and he was just talking to, and yeah. roping two broads in a yeah. yeah. club. That's, that's what I'm saying. He home, he probably like, he probably mad at with her because he probably also real probably you know, the other chick that ain't said nothing. You know what yeah. I feel though? I feel like I mean he don't really like love her, love her. Exactly. But he just trying to get that Kardashian. No, stand. I think he's scared to like fully get invested in the right, Kardashian right. because you see what happens to the people that fully but he had, invested. Don't we have a baby? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. invested. No, that's but invested. I meant I meant fully invested, like marriage, and marriage, and all that because career, because like, like being on the show and all that stuff. It like. It ha- something happens to people when they but do that. But you start seeing that boy start dressing after he start dating her? Who? Tristan. Tristan. See, I don't be he seeing started. all that. Because Fire Stick he don't started. have a commercial, dog. He started bugging, That's intentional bro. Like, TV. Hey, it's, it changed a nigga for sure. He started wilding. Like, it's just like before the pregame, when he yeah. come through the tunnel, when Some pants got tighter and tighter, boy started wearing cowboy boots and big old furs. Like, he started wilding. He started yeah. changing. Like that lifestyle get, can grab a hold of you. See, he, he still needed a little bit of control. He still needed a little bit of control. Nah, that was Brown leaving. That was Brown leaving. The ball coming a little different when Brown ain't passing. Brown make all star out here. Yeah, Brown make all star out here. He's just trying to. He's just trying to level up. Everybody trying to get somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but speaking of getting somewhere, there you go. Speaking of getting somewhere, you know, we trying to get out of prison now. What do you think about Michael? Jackson. Michael Cohen. Uh, so, he's trying to get yeah. out of Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Michael Jackson get out of something, <laughs> I'm running. Man, nah, so the, so the, man, I, I don't know if people watch this. Uh, I watched the whole fucking. So I didn't get to see the whole thing. All I saw was the part where he was like, I was loyal to a person. For y'all who don't know, Michael Cohen is uh, Donald Trump's former attorney uh, and retainer, uh, even before the campaign. And he had a testimony on Thursday, um, pretty much spilling the beans on the the, the, uh, bigot bigoted uh, person that uh, Donald Trump is and you know, he, he he released a lot of information. Receipts too. Yeah, receipts, Checks. paperwork. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And so emails, uh, that's who Michael Cohen is. And he's uh, already, before his testimony, he's already, like, been on trial. And he's doing three years in federal prison starting in May. And uh, basically, he's just like, I want to come clean. after Because he, he's going to jail for three years or prison for three years for perjury because he lied to the courts. On Trump's behalf, and he was just trying to come clear his name in the whole thing. So he just let spilled all the beans. No uh, 
client attorney privileges, all that out the window. Here yeah. it is, raw and uncut. Donald Trump, here's who he is. And he, like, like he said, he provided the, the checks, like all signatures, all everything. He provided <laughs> emails, <laughs> voicemails. He provided all of that shit. So it's like, yeah, yeah but like, no, he, him and Donald Trump had client attorney privileges. But had, but it's like once he he's going to prison for this shit. <laughs> for fuck it, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Fuck I mean, it. he can speak on it. Yeah, he could have he could have spoke on it when when before he went to jail. However, when they go to court, it's probably gonna be a cakewalk because yeah, they know this stuff, but it's inadmissible because Cohen exactly. was his lawyer. But he no, he the whole thing is he's basically trying to say so now this is the guy. At him at a different angle. No, he's saying this is the guy that you guys are going behind. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the guy that you're still right, right. supporting. Support exactly. Yeah, so he's he's still like, up he's there just trying like, to I, 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 I deeply regret. I just gave up my morals and my values to follow this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, talk, but he's yeah. talking about now. It's too late now. Right, 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 right. He was going back talking about the hush money. He was talking about how right. how, how Donald Trump right. knew illegitimate children. Well, listen, how what? Donald Trump was basically building. He was building a fucking building in Russia, right? He was building Trump a building Trump. in Russia. Trump. It was supposed to be the biggest building Moscow. over there. And it, like, so he wanted to like keep relations good. So when he saw all of that email stuff, he didn't say anything about it. Yeah. He was like, cool, get that shit through. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to help my campaign. Yeah. So it was basically like all of this stuff that he's doing is like kind of, is rigging the game a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. as an attorney, like, okay, put yourself in Michael Cohen's shoes. You got one of the most wealthiest real estate people, like, I'm your attorney. Like, usually attorneys are going to defend you. I mean, that's what they're there for. Like, if you're on trial for murder, for sure, for sure. your attorney is there to get you out of it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's but just like... What, hap- what he was saying is happened. What he says is happened is like, all right, say like this this whole, this whole like thing. Say you're a lawyer, right? And we blow up. Yeah. You become super fucking famous. And our following is phenomenal. Yeah. And I turn around like, yo, bro, I'm about to run for president. Like, just fucking around. Yeah. And like he like, all right, cool, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a joke. Yeah. yeah. That that's what he's saying happened. It was like, look, we're gonna do this because it's a business, it's promotion. So he's running for president. He didn't think he was gonna win. No intention. It would help his yeah. brand yeah, yeah. go crazy. Yeah. And so what happened was he fucking won this one. He won this one. Yeah. And now, oh yeah. shit. Like I'm like I'm fighting. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm fighting for shit. And he's like, oh shit, like this shit's really happening. Yeah. Canada you know what I'm saying? Like at first, it was just a little game to increase like all you didn't my pockets. Think, yeah, you didn't think all this stuff that was happening, you would have to like exactly. end up hiding. Like, exactly. Yeah, like, okay. So it's like, it was it was basically, I'm hiding these secrets basically to get money. Yeah. Now this motherfucker's ruling the country. Like, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they swept everything from under the rug over the last 13 years as a client and uh, attorney. So even after he comes out and says all this stuff, like pretty much that stuff that we already knew, and he confirms it, why is this guy still the president? Right. And that's um, and that, we haven't found nothing to indict him on. But it's so much. What it's do you so mean? Much. I mean, his a, like, he literally just had a full testimony full yeah. of impeachment worthy stuff. Yeah. He yeah, showed you. Yeah, it's a process. You got to trust it. Man, um, Bill Clinton got some head and they was ready to impeach him overnight. It yeah, ain't that Bill, much yes, of a process. Yes, it's not that much of a process, bro. Did, did it happen? 
But you know, but you know, yeah, you can be yeah, he resigned. Yeah. But, you, but you, yeah. Sandra, not, you know, you can be impeached and still be in, you still sit in the house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that don't mean you have to leave. For real? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why you said he finished. You can be in peace. I thought you had to pack up. No, no you can be in peace and still sit and finish. Like, he, he resigned because there was too much heat behind it, but you can still finish. Like, impeachment. But can you, can you shut down the government for all this impeachment? This doesn't do much. But but he can't shut down the government. It's, it's certain that it limits his access, yeah, but he's yeah. still the president. He doesn't have I'm to take him to leave. Wilding, bro. Like, and, <laughs> I, I thought and it was wild, bro. And you, like, so let's be 100. Like, like I'm, let, let's keep it 100. If we impeach him, do you know who's next? Pence. The real one. Now, Pence is cool. No, he's not. No, he's, not. He's, he's cooler than Trump. No, he's, no, not. he's not. Look at his platform. Look at his platform. He's the real one. Look at his platforms, bro. I'm, Check his platforms out. Versus Trump's but look, platform. No, look at his family Not history, though. Check his history. He's a known KKK member. So is Trump. Trump is an actor. He's not. But Pence is, like, affiliated with that shit. Check your man's out, B. Pence is worse than Trump. Look, look. The thing is, the thing is, we got a president who's being backed by racist people. So... Either way, we gonna have like you know what I mean. Either way, yeah, yeah, we yeah. need to just really get to the at least at least Pence has political knowledge. You know what I mean. Trump is just fucking winging it at this point. You tell me that you go that over to you go to New yeah you go to Vietnam you go to Vietnam and you tell me that the, like the plan that you had to go to Vietnam for doesn't work out, but then you try to tell us that oh, but it was a friendly conversation. Like yeah. something wasn't that friendly if things <laughs> didn't go the way they were planned. Like you know what I mean. So that's what I'm saying. At least we would have somebody with. A, that's not shutting down the government and every other day. You know for, yeah, about, for a wall. Okay, but you strongly feel this way about it. I don't have any it's, strong feelings. Only strong feelings idiot. I have is that we don't need the president that we currently have. <laughs> I don't have any strong feelings for any politician. Period. Facts. I just know that the president we currently have is not really working. <laughs> but what's fucked up is on the other side of the aisle, it ain't no better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's so why a lot of people didn't know. Like, 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 also, also well, can, yeah. can we just go around really like with, with Trump in the office right now? Like, how are you guys personally affected by the politics? Uh, I, I was personally affected okay. because when I was buying I was. Okay, cool. Because when I was uh, purchasing my, my home, mm-hmm. right around the time when he got into office, mm-hmm. he took away the first-time buyers mm-hmm. program. And you know, they, and, during the testimony, they were putting, like in the housing market, like C's on the back of but let me tell you how crazy it was, though. Like, I was in the middle of closing, uh, about to close on my house, about to go sign the paperwork, and I had to wait until the following um, to for my check to slip because I actually pulled money out of my 401k. And I actually was able to pay myself back without without a fee. So it's benefits to 401k. Uh, but I was waiting for that money to hit. Over the weekend, that law changed. So it went from me having to put nothing down to putting 3% down on $200,000 Damn. So it, it affected me personally. Okay. <laughs> so him, him being there, yeah. I won't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he, 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 he really does some very really messed up things in the housing market, Facts. especially specifically for black people. For first time, first time black people. Yeah. But not yeah. only, not only like politically personal effects, but like just look at how the world changed. Like the racist culture today oh, yeah, yeah. is oh, yeah. is wild. Like, and that affects everybody yeah, because it's. And because and it's not even a black white thing. It's a what's the it's a it's, it's, a, it's a division thing. Now, what's the purpose of politics? Division agenda. What's the, the purpose of politics? Agenda. What does politics always affect? No matter what law or anything or deal you pass, what does it affect? The economy, the people, people's money. Yeah. No matter what happens, <laughs> yeah. no 
no matter what policy passes, it's affecting people's money. That's you know, why it's, it's important. If you want to control politics, you got to control your money. You know what's the crazy thing that just passed that nobody's like talking about? Fucking the post. What is it when, when a girl gives birth? Postpartum, no abortion. Oh yeah, absolutely. They can kill that the baby is after fucking born. insane, that's bro. Been pa- that's been passed in a couple places. So too. they're saying the baby can be born, oh. and then you can still choose to get rid this of happened? it. You can make a decision. That is passed, bro. You can make a decision. It's, it's, it's not in a couple places. It's it's what's happening? No, no. What's happening? Listen, what's happening is that these people are taking these babies and selling them on the black market. Ooh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like 500,000. It's like 500,000. All the organs. It's like 500,000 for a baby. A whole baby. Like, yeah. a whole baby. Yeah. And then what's, what's even more sick is they're telling the mom, they're telling the mom that, oh, your baby didn't make it. And they're keeping the baby. And then they're putting it in a fucking truck. But I will say, some people not going to like this. What I will say is, because everybody's pro-Obama, I hate Trump. I'm not a fan of Trump. Obama looked like yeah, me, so I'm yeah. rocking with him. But Obama gave more to the abortion industry than any For president. Sure. Like, but ever that's, that's in what he was talking about. He was talking about the Democrats the, uh, not really and, being for us. And 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 uh, Trump is taking money away. Yeah, yeah, and, and, so that's and, the one good thing. It's not all bad. It's like look at the agenda. Yes, pro-choice, pro-rights, but then like that is the. Illusion. Illusion, but behind the scenes. It's the magic. It's the magic. They got babies with 30 hands. I hear you, but at the end of the day, it's still benefiting us as a black community because um, over 85% of abortion clinics are put in black black, black population. Like, black, heavily black There's more black abortions than there's black people alive. It is. There were more abortions last year than there was black babies born. Like, of black babies specifically. Aborted last year and then we're born. It is actually, so we're actually headed towards genocide. It's an agenda. Yes, so, agenda so kill. him. So whether whether whatever the the action is behind it, whatever the action is behind it, he's trying to stop whatever, it. That's cool. Whatever, whatever is going on, that's fine. But what he's doing in front of it is taking money away from that that industry, which is actually helping the black community. Yeah. Whether he likes us or not, well, whatever his agenda is behind it, it is heavily impacting in a positive way the black community because yeah. all like like I say over eighty five percent. And, and, and the reason I know so much about this because my pastor, I, mean, I know everybody's not in the church, but my pastor speaks on this heavily, like, every Sunday. Yeah. Like, we have a team out of Drake Circle, the abortion clinic on Drake Circle. We basically shut it down. Like, they were, they had the most abortions. They were the most, the, heavy, the heaviest populated abortion clinic in, in this area before we start going out there every Saturday, protesting, speaking, getting people to, to kind of keep, keep their kids and like that. Now they're they're at the low they're at the bottom of their list. Like we've completely we've completely destroyed that facility. So and, and, and that's why I know so much but about man, the numbers. Like, do you want women out here like children like 17, 18, 19, who can't afford to take care of a baby? Wait, I, I'm, I'm glad struggling. you said that because you know I'm gonna tell you something. It don't cost much to take care of a child. Oh shit! But, but, wait, wait. Let, I'm, I'm okay, keep it out. Go ahead. <laughs> if, if you if you apply yourself. It doesn't take much because people just don't want to sacrifice. That's what it is. People want people want to be able to buy six hundred dollars shoes, and then once you start being able to afford them six hundred dollars shoes, you won't want the twelve hundred dollars shoes. Because do you think? But you're not think, even sacrificing. What it it doesn't take trust. And, it, and this is about to go way left. But do you think your mom could afford you when she had you? She had to make a way. She she couldn't afford. Mom, I know my mom couldn't afford me when she had me. So that's that's not really a valid. 
Excuse like, like it's ways. Like it's ways to get around that but shit. What about, what about seventeen year old having a baby though? What about sixteen year olds having a baby? My, my, my mom was eighteen when she had me. Eighteen, sixteen. I mean, you're brave. My mom was sixteen. You know what I'm saying? But what I, what my point, my point in being is that yeah, it lights a different type of fire under you, and some people are able to go get it. So yeah. that whole I can't afford it thing. It's not really a valid excuse. Like I'm, I'm sure a lot of us, when now, our parents had now, us, they probably don't have the support. That's what's most important. But it takes a village. But that's also but that's also not true though. My mom could not afford me for one. She was not college educated for two, and she did not have a support system. My grandma, thank God she's better now, was on I'm from Memphis. Heavily drug populated area. My grandmother was on drugs. My mom at 17 years old was living in an apartment by herself that she can barely afford. When when I was born, she had this, she had this she was going to school to do uh do hair and, and to go to the whole thing. She had to get that up. My daycare was this way, her job was this way, she didn't have a vehicle. She would dr- have to ride the bus to my daycare this way, ride the bus back past her house to go to work and then do the same thing and come pick me up front. She couldn't afford me, she didn't have a support system, but she made it work. So that whole idea of not being able to afford a kid, not being ready for a kid, that's bogus and it's a bullshit excuse. You're just not ready to be You're just not ready to bust your ass yeah. to make that adjustment yeah. and make that change. Yeah. So I don't, so there's really not, you know what I'm saying, other outside of make outside of like rape and things of that nature, that's that's the only excuse you have. And even then, I feel like there's a ways to kind of reverse that and, and get out of that. And a lot of times people are doing these things, you know, you know what it takes to make a baby. And you know you don't have no intentions on. I mean, you enjoy the moment, but like that, the the that's the, beautiful, that's the beautiful side yeah, of that. You know act. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what people don't right, understand. Right, right, right. that's what like, they for. Man, yeah. I'm I'm just like, like, I'm gonna tell you something crazy. I'm so happy to have kids. Like I had the greatest moment in my life. <laughs> my daughter looks so. My daughter <laughs> looks so much like me. She unlocked my my iPhone. <laughs> oh God. If that ain't a proud moment in dad history, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that's why I'm like, bro. That's, that's like, a moment you, you take the mom what? like, ha, she look like her daddy. She look like her daddy. I tell you, what, it should just be shifted a little bit because I feel like, like you were saying, it's not an excuse. But 15, 16, 17 year olds having kids, I feel like that should be the only exception because if we talk about our Kelly can't have sex with a 15 year old. They should be. They should have the choice to not have a baby at fifteen. Yeah. But when you hit eighteen, you might have to deal with it. You might yeah. have to bite that bullet. You but know what I'm saying? But it's also the, it's also a process of just educating them and teaching exactly. them. Exactly. Just switching. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be having sex. You shouldn't be on it. But you like know, I'm at saying, that point, your mind. Yeah, is that, if you teach finances, if you teach finances, you, you teach will not yeah. have to because worry about that. <laughs> You, you do know, but you do know the three the three things that causes people to not be financially successful: having a baby early, out of wedlock, divorce, and um, what's the other one? See, like having a single parent, because then you're more likely to get incarcerated. All of that shit adds up to like not being financially successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and not to mention that your family is not already exactly. Yeah. If a fifteen year old has a baby, and then the father leaves. That family's gonna struggle yeah. for two generations. Yeah. <clears throat> it's another, another, another fact too. Like I said, I know a lot about abortion. <laughs> um, a lot, a lot about the numbers. Um, I think it's ninety percent. Sorry, passive. I'm, I'm not quoting the numbers right. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's ninety percent of all mothers who've aborted children stated that they would have kept the child if the dad had stayed. Mm-hmm. 
So you just don't want to so, do it alone a lot of times. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's so that, and, and I'm, I'm putting the onus back on us as men, black men, white men, China, whatever you are. Yeah, yeah, men men here, in general, putting the onus back on us. Yeah. Like yo, if we would just step up to the plate, a lot of these women would kick these kids. A lot of these kids be in much better situations. A lot of them would be in jail. Be a lot of like, situations. If we, lot just, of that if we just stayed around, like, if we stop having raw sex with these women, if we don't yeah. plan on sticking around and being a father, like, but that, they might want to be a baby daddy. Like, they, they, but that they, goes back they, to that. That goes back to what we were talking about last week, like, where I've used sex as a tool. You know what I mean? Like, where men, a lot of times, when they get their feelings hurt, they go do something that makes them feel good. Which is a lot of times sex. Not even thinking about the consequences. Yeah, not even thinking about it. It's like I'm in this moment and I just had a shitty day and I just need to bust this nut real quick and just clear my mind. Mm-hmm. Not to realize like, dang, the condom bust. Then nine months, you thinking, dang, that day got worse than I thought. You know, like, I thought it was a bad day, but man, oh, y'all should hit me with that on latex, and I ain't wear a latex. For real, man. Eighteen years. And after 18 years, you know what's wild, You know what's wild, Come back to us, Jay. We, we had a whole you. episode lined up, right? And called Get the Hand Out My Pocket. And it's still, we hit that, like, idea, and we didn't even talk about none of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about finances, and we Organic. talked about all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's what's wild. I was like, uh. Oh, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no forced conversation. Like I said, we just homies talking. Like, we would do this without the cameras. We're just doing this for the camera so, like, people can get the benefit of it, too. Because a lot of people... Yeah, but but think about how many times, like, before... How many times do people get together and just talk? You know what I mean? Like... I feel like... And that's what we encourage people to do. Like, get out there, just find your group of friends, find your circle, and just talk. Just build. And, like, just make some shit happen. I feel like dialogue is very powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, I feel like... Once again, I, I bring it back to all of this shit when it comes to religion, when it comes to classism, when it comes to racism, when it comes to all of this shit, it's meant to split everybody up. Yep. So the moment you sit down and you talk to motherfuckers who's not like you, you learn stuff. You, learn stuff. you know what I'm saying? And you trade knowledge. Just like the other day we was in Chapel Hill, three Moors came up to us. We were all drunk as fuck having a crazy conversation back and forth because I'm Native American. And he was trying to tell me I was a Moor. I was like, you tripping. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But it was still a great conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You and, be, and be open-minded and less offended. Other like, side. you don't have exactly. to agree. Like, you don't have to agree. Yeah, you, you don't, don't, don't have to agree, like, you just have to agree like, with them. Just, yeah. just, just hear people out yeah, and just right. let them talk. And like, you don't have to agree. You can agree you to disagree. Just might learn something. Yeah, you might learn something. And that's what I'm saying. The things that you, you feel like, okay, like, well, he said something that kind of stood out. Then go do your own research. You don't have to agree Take what because, you yeah, you don't have to agree or disagree. People, just let people talk. You don't yeah, have to be offended. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just an open dialogue. It's just and conversation. That's, you know, that's yep. what, and that's what we like, told y'all last week. That should be like a goal for this week. Have a dialogue. I do that shit every day. After like, I, 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 I did it. I did it. But I forgot. Yeah. I was supposed to come tell you guys a story, but I forgot. Yeah, right. I forgot. We'll have I more next week. We're going to have a lot more next week. Huh, same yeah. goal for this week. Get out there and talk. talk. Yeah, it's the first of the month. Go pay y'all bills. Yeah. Uh, pay my bills, too. Hey, uh, get your finances <laughs> together. Get your budget together. Wake Be up, responsible up, fiscally, up. sexually, financially. There you go. All, all that, that good stuff. All of that. All <laughs> that. All that. Yeah, but uh, thanks for thanks for uh, joining yeah. us today. Yeah, yeah man. It's we'll your see boy. y'all next week. It's your boy, New Future Flash. It's your boy Trues. I am True One on Insta. Just broke a hundred followers this week. <laughs> <laughs> you litty. We're celebrating. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> and it's your boy S. Dot, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. No Yes Man Podcast. Peace. Riding through the city, through the city, on my Cali floor. Flash just to be what you see. She the crack door. Gotta make a movie with my boo. That's a fact, though. Seeds back in the Cadillac with the honey spokes. Everything's so groovy. Bell beam, come do me. It's a crime to love her. You should go on and sue me. She Michael Jackson by it. Janet Jackson nasty.